and welcome back to So Rare Grind. This is episode 13, lucky 13, because it has been a pretty big game week. Um, where do we start, Jack? Firstly, how are you going? How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm a little bit disappointed, actually, with the most recent So Rare results, um, which I'm sure we'll probably discuss and talk about. But other than that, I'm pretty good. I've been uh, pretty tired, as I was telling you just before we went live, bro um just been working a lot um you know since i've fully recovered from my concussion i don't really have an excuse not to so back to reality uh yeah but i don't know pretty pretty solid mate yourself yeah really good um a few reasons not not just so related but you know going on holiday like uh like all the guys from the epl and you know those european leagues you know <laughs> maybe maybe i'll maybe i'll see Mohamed salah on my travels Say Mane, say you know what are you doing leaving Liverpool and going to Bayern? But you know, but good luck. Uh, I, I don't know how many of them are going to be um, in in New Caledonia though. Maybe maybe some French speakers could be. Uh, you know, could could be um, Kanate, you know, Ibrahim Kanate from Liverpool could be mm. could be there. Can be a French speaker. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, feeling feeling pretty good about that. Um, yeah, next next episode going to be recorded while while I'm on a on an island. Well, actually, it's always recorded while we're on an island because we, we live on <laughs> live on an island, but a, tro- a bit more tropical island. So uh, yeah, life is good. Life is good, and uh, yeah, a big last couple of game weeks uh, for both of us. But before we get into that, um, in the Soria news. There's not a huge amount of news, really, uh, but Brian Laudrup legend card has been released. Do you even know who Brian Laudrup is, Jack? He is a bit before my time, Joel. I think yep. you and I both know that. Like pretty much I do know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do know he's from a Scandinavian country called Denmark, I believe. And he is a relative. Um, there's, there's two of these Laudrups that have had quite a lot of success. Am I right, Joel? Are they twins or just brothers? Uh, that is a good question. I think just brothers. Um, mm. But yes, um, he, he has had a lot of success. It's a it's a buy-in midfield card, which seems kind of like it's going to be quite strong. Probably taking Kimmich's scores most week, most weeks, or um, potentially like uh, Coman or whoever's playing sort of on the, the wing. Um, so I'd say that's probably going to be one of the better legend cards. I have to say though, I still don't quite get the legend cards. I don't know about you. Um, I've I've kind of had a look through, uh, you know, some of the past game weeks, and it seems like you only just win other legends cards. You can win super rare ones from limiteds, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem like there's really. It's just kind of. A, a circle really you just go around circles of you know using legend cards to win more legend cards and that's it i don't think there's any cash prize any ethereum prize or if you have you look bit of a look at it jack no i can't say i have yeah i don't really understand it myself either i although I, part of me does wonder whether now is actually a great time to buy in because of that and that so really eventually does go actually we need to offer something a bit more interesting like you know uh, standard cards as rewards or maybe it's even you know using like limiteds in that legends challenge and you can win some rares like with um specialist you know that would be um some non-legend rares that is that would be that would certainly be of interest to me but um for now yeah kind of underwhelming anyway i make i was gonna say i'm quite curious about it because they could also you know potentially go the other way right like they could take the route of just like pretty much scratching them completely so to speak, but I've been noticing recently, like that's pretty much all they've been announcing just these like new legend cards so frequently. So they're obviously yeah. not intending to do that because why no. would they be signing so many legends? You know, it just doesn't really make sense. So yeah, yeah it's pretty fascinating, but I haven't been diving into it too much. I've just been focusing on, you know, Asia and America's mm. players. So Cause they did have legends pro and I can't remember. I think you could use rare cards in that one. Um, and the first time they did it, I think they gave away some signed jerseys or something. Um, so I guess that's perhaps where the, the appeal is. But um, yeah, for me to be really excited about it, I think there'd need to be 
an offer of some sort of non-Legends cards as prizes or or Ethereum. So the uh, the game weeks review, Jack, game week 280, 281 has been pretty action-packed, especially given we are pretty focused in the K-League right now. Um, why don't you start? Talk, talk us through your game week, 280. Um, okay, well, 280, let's have a look. Um, oh, sheesh. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bizarre. I, I ended up getting a tier one and all-star limited, which is pretty good. Um, but the team probably valued at like $200. Um, and I only had two decisive actions um, in that team. So to score like 360 points was pretty decent, but I was gutted because now, now that I remember, I had a Daegu defensive stack and they didn't keep their clean sheet against Yongnam. They conceded in like the 70th minute. And I think if I had kept that clean sheet, that would have meant probably like an additional 50 points to my score. So mm-hmm. my global all-star team would have probably got like 410 points compared to 364, which is what I got. And I probably would have finished with a star and all-star. So mm-hmm. that kind of was a bit of a shame. Um, yeah. Um, so there was that. And my Florida laser team did really well uh, as well in champion America. I ended up on 360 points with my Florida laser stack. However, um, unfortunately, I probably shouldn't have included Silvio Romero, who is the forward for Fortalizer, and I should have included Lucas Lima in my Fortalizer stack. And I think I'm going to probably do that going forward from now on. Um, yeah, they just won 1-0 against um, America Monero, and Lucas Lima got the assist for Pikachu, and Pikachu was my captain. So, yeah, that would have been really nice. That probably could have been a star in um, America's as well. So, yeah, I guess I'm pretty good about those those two and 280. Uh, pretty close, but it's nice to know that my teams are competing. Um and um yeah that's pretty positive and i ended up probably getting like uh, i think about 70 us dollars worth of rewards from that tier one and tier two that i won so not bad but um yeah we'll, we'll, we'll definitely take it we'll definitely take it considering you know my ross evaluation getting a pretty good mm-hmm. return on investment there but you know it's kind of an, a little bit annoying that you know i'm so so close to a star and then you know i'd be pretty much getting an immediate return on my investment like i'd pretty much be a, a star could be capable of me you know the same amount of value for both those two teams i'm submitting so um mm. it's, a, it's a shame but it is what it is and in 281 the most recent game week there were only um korean link games going on and my roster consists of a lot of k-league players so um i felt i felt as though it was a really really good opportunity this week um this game week um and my champion asia team um did really well so i pretty much had a daegu stack of um Oh Seung Hyun, Hong Jong Un, who I picked up just before the end of the deadline, um, and John Tae Wook. So I had the two center backs with Daegu and the Daegu goalkeeper, and I had uh, Bruno Mas, who's their uh, Daegu center. Back. Um, he's one of their foreign players or one of the three Brazilian attackers, I guess. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I had him, and I had Lars Valbike, who got an assist. So um, crazily, like what a what a pickup by me. Hong Jong Un scored a hundred. Um, I bought one of his new cards as well. So. I was buzzing with that performance and getting a goal line clearance um, and solid performance. I really do rate him eh? um, So I was, I was buzzing about that, but I felt as though in champion Asia this week, because there weren't um, any other like limited divisions available. It was just um, specialist and the special three glee pretty much all, you know, like um, the players that were, you know, really, really high scorers, scorers, sorry, like uh, senior, uh, Choju Sang, Leong Jae, Sinjin Ho, like all of these like really high caliber players which is all submitted into champion Asia because it was just not many um mm. you know other divisions that were eligible to be in right like there was no under 23 there was no global all-star so everyone was just putting their best lineups into asia so it meant that asia was very competitive so despite me scoring 390 points in asia i was only um able to get a tier two so it was a little bit annoying because there was a point in time um i thought i could be getting a star bruno lamas nearly got an assist at the end of the game um which was pretty hilarious. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed, but like a 390 point score with a team that's valued at like $200, it's kind of hard to be disappointed mm-hmm. with all of them pretty much scoring above their average score from what they typically get. So it's hard to be annoyed, but it's also like, oh, so close. So Yeah, it was actually it was. Um, the second toughest uh, Asia game week in, I don't know, a good uh actually possibly ever or at least a good like 20 30 game weeks um there was that game week not too long ago where the kawasaki lads absolutely smashed it and 
score of 360 was needed. But yeah, that was a very tough game week. And it didn't, it helped and didn't help that half of the games, uh, you knew the starting lineup before the close of the game week as well. That, that definitely contributed to high scores. Um, when, uh, you know, you have certainty over who's in a, a starting lineup because the bulk of the points really were scored on that first night of the game week. Um, just, you know, having sort of been following the game week as it went. Well, the other uh, big thing in game week 280 for both of us obviously was the first game week of our competition against uh, So Rare Odyssey. Uh, your thoughts on that, Jack? We smashed them, didn't we? I'm pretty sure you've been you've been telling me about it, Joel. I, I haven't seen yeah. this score, but I think it was considerably lower than ours, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just say that um, <laughs> I could have beat them with myself. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, to be was, fair, you did pretty well on underdog, didn't you? That, that I did have. I did have a pretty good underdog week. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a pretty pretty decisive one nil. Uh, you know, lead that we've taken there. Um, they're going to have to put in the uh, put in some work this weekend, but I guess fortunately for them, you know, hundred bips is now probably it's only about eleven dollars, so it's not really going to cost them much. They'll probably be praying for um, Ethereum to crash again. <laughs> then uh, you know it's, it's only going to cost them about five dollars. We should have done what Zared does, Jack, and, and link it to um, Tether uh, yeah. dollars. Like you know, should have been that. Should have agreed like a, a lower threshold or upper <laughs> threshold or something. Lessons learned. Anyway, um, yeah, so Game Week 280 was not bad for me as well. It was quite cool, both of us having a really good shot at solid rewards. Um, yeah, Champion Asia was, I kind of just barely got across the line for a tier three in the end, but um, Underdog was frustrating in that a score of just shy of 340 points was in previous weeks actually enough to get you uh would have been in previous weeks like a tier one limited in most weeks and even in one week it would have been enough for a star limited um but because it was yeah such a competitive game week it was only good enough for a a pretty sort of middle of the road uh tier two really um sort of lower tier two and i think i got um one of the 50 million forwards that Yokohama uh, Marinos have, um, which I'm actually slowly building up. I've actually won, I think, a good two or three of them from through rewards. Um, oh. so clearly, so Red just wants me to, to you know, play Yokohama. Um, but I think the, the most frustrating thing about that week, that weekend was um, with Pohang and Yoon Pyong Guk having that shocking own goal. Um, I think initially he had both an error led to goal and an own goal, but in the end they just gave him an own goal, um, I think. But um, And then that ruined the clean sheet for Alexander Grant, who had a pretty mediocre game. But, you know, that was about 55, oh, 55, 45 points. Um, 45 points, I think, which, um, you know, would have meant a star. It would have been a star limited if uh, they'd kept that clean sheet because... Uh, yeah, the the midfielders and forwards delivered Choi Young Jun with a superb goal line clearance right in the last play of the game, which I was absolutely stoked about. Jesse with a goal and and Velg like with a, an assist. Um, he's looking back in form. Um, so yep, that was a good game week, um, and it was good hitting the um, two fifty uh, threshold. Or Dave. Baltoise did his best impression of trying to lose me that upper threshold by being very lucky not to get himself sent off for uh, basically taking uh, Na Sang Ho out of uh, of contention for Seoul for a few weeks. But um, Yu Kobayashi had a blinder for Kawasaki. Um, it was actually quite enjoyable. There was, there was just there was goals and points just flying and everywhere. But um, yeah, it only kind of come away with three rewards out of that weekend felt and like the level that they were apart from threshold kind of felt like opportunity missed um anyway um overall good weekend 281 um was again a uh, good game week to be honest coming into it i didn't really expect much out of it looking at the numbers um you know uh i'd 
predicted that it was going to be you know, pretty high scores needed for for specialist and for uh, Asia just because of the very small number of rewards in relation to the number of teams entered. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the specialist proved incredibly competitive, the highest ever, I think, points needed for a star area, bar one weekend way back near the start, uh, 394.6. And um, yeah, it was pretty competitive across the rear cards needed, but managed to get there. Um, had uh, initially she had quite a different team prior to the the deadline and and uh, for sort of the first time ever made a good decision to second guess myself <laughs> and stuck Mulich in there confident he's going to get on score sheet for Siongnam and he did early which was a great start to the to the game week and then um, yeah, the Daegu boys with a big big one uh, 0 win against Jeju with Oh Seong Hoon being the top goalkeeper of the game week and Hong Jong Un with that's fantastic one hundred who you had also. Um, so yeah, to come away with the tier two rare, it's the best finish for me ever in specialist to finish seventh of the one hundred rewards. Um, and so yeah, be interested to see who I pick up. Uh, I'm, I'd be absolutely stoked if it's Park Bae Jong from Suwon, but the rest of the sort of rewards are about a third of his his value so i don't think i'll be that that lucky but who knows so um can't complain pretty good um last couple of game weeks um yeah it was interesting though that the score i got in game week 281 would have been enough to win even a star rare a few weeks back and uh it would have been enough to win a tier one rare in most of the recent game weeks as well so pretty gutting to get it on you know on the uh the game week where it was the most competitive but it's just the way it is um mm. yeah well with uh what's so what's going on in the k-league um been uh tracking and you know, you've I don't know if you've been looking at it very recently, Jack, but the um, you know, the data that I've been collating and putting together on the the K League and J League and who's uh, who's performing well, who's performing poorly, who um, we're expecting to score a number of goals or concede a number of goals or win win a game, etc. In each given week, and uh, I put together a little sort of form change table, which I'm finding very interesting and quite useful. Um, and uh, you know, it looks like Suwon FC they uh, they could be doing a, a good job of uh, staving off relegation. I think they were on the table. They've they've jumped up to ninth, eighth. Yeah, I think it's quite tightly contested um, in that lower eighth. mid-table area. I think a lot of teams are on like eighteen points from memory. Um, but yeah, yeah they could be them. like. Both here. Yeah, both Suwons and Gimcheon all on 18 points. Um, of course, we've got the Suwon derby this weekend as well. But um, yeah, Suwon have been have hugely outperformed uh, based on their performance from the start of the season um, and based on who they were up against. They've hugely outperformed the, um, the goals that I would have expected them to concede. And so they sit top on the... Um, the sort of form change table and bottom unsurprisingly being Gangwon, who has been just absolutely atrocious. Um, got absolutely hammered by Magosa. Very annoying because I didn't have him in my teams and seeing, watching people catch up to me and pass me in the specialist with, um, with Magosa and their team getting a, what was 92 or something. Um, the guys on blistering scoring form. Mm. And um, yeah, so quite quite surprising. Suwon going from pretty much the worst defensive team in the league, um, or at least equal, to uh, you know very very tight in their last at least the last couple of games, having uh, conceded one against Pohang and none against Gimcheon. Then um, they've got yeah Suwon Bluewings at home this weekend, who have been 
poor away from home. Um, so I'm blowing one of the worst uh, away teams in the league, along with uh, now I think it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, do you, do you think they have a chance of uh, you know, improving to be finishing top half? Or do you think, you know, the best they're going to do is sort of top of the bottom half? I mean, to be what fair, there's still pretty pretty early days. Yeah. Um, that mid-table area is really heavily contested, though. I feel like, um, you know, Jeju, John Buck, um, and Olsan are, you know, kind of top three by now. Daegu is looking pretty good. I think they're pretty capable of getting up there. But, yeah, after Pohang's couple of recent performances, I know you were pretty optimistic of them, Joel. But mm. maybe they'll – I think they'll probably still finish being the top six when the league, like, separates. But, um, yeah, that, like, middle – to low um, area is pretty interesting. I think Seongnam are still goners, to be fair. Um, maybe they can turn around. I, I actually did quite like um, Palacios and Mulich, like being involved the past few mm. games, um, which is a bit more optimistic. But yeah, like, well, I, I will just have to see how things go. But maybe, maybe they're capable of like getting maybe that sixth spot and playing in the top half. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Because quite interestingly, um, Seongnam are uh, after Suwon the second best in the league in terms of their improvement on the defensive end, um, which is quite surprising. We've got two teams right near the bottom that have actually been some of the best improvers. I think, I think, I actually think um, Gangwon could end up finishing bottom depending on um, who they're because uh, they've, I think they've brought in a new forward. Um, but I, I don't know that they've really made any improvements on the defensive end or, or planning to make, well, they're probably planning to make some. Um, be interesting to see who they actually get hold of. And I think Gim Xion's going to keep sliding down the table as well. They um, they lose Cho Gyu-sung in September. He has been by far and away their most important place. And he's got 11 goals and second in their team is Yuan Su with two. Um, you know, once he goes, mm. uh, you know, in September, I mean, that's, still you know a good chunk of the season done by then but um you know at that point when he's about to head back to i think it's john book is who he belongs to um you know at, at that point is he actually just going to um kind of you know lose the same motivation and drive given he'll be leaving um you know and it kind of doesn't matter whether to him whether they stay up or not like in a in a sort of career sense uh, doesn't really make a big difference to his career so um it's kind of funny because career isn't like oh, you know, what yeah, you do for yeah, a living yeah, and the and the yeah, country career has the exact same pronunciation well, <laughs> i think he does care about his career he cares about his career and he also talks about his career yeah it's that's just that's just lazy uh, Ki- Kiwi english uh. so um yeah um i i worry about them a bit um but it does actually make some of their players still quite attractive to pick up because um if they're returning to their sort of their main team before the end of the season then it doesn't actually matter what happens to to Gimjian. um another one that uh, is in that boat is um one of their center backs I forget his name but he belongs to um Ulsan. it's like park jung hyun or something um Anyway, you could find him, but one of the main Kim Shion centre backs um, should be going back to to Ulsan mm. and um, and being the starter there actually. Um, Jung Jung Seong Hyun, I think is the one. Yeah, um, I'm quite keen to pick up. By the way, anyway, um, yeah. So uh, be interesting to watch them. Um, yeah, so Gang on Kim Shion. Looking pretty poorly. Would not surprise me if Seongnam end up catching one of them up, but I, I still think they're going to be yeah playing off for that relegation spot. I think Suwon Bluing's too good at home. Suwon FC improving in form. I think it looks looking like Seongnam Gangwon and Gimjeon um, mm. at this stage. But yeah, Pohang was disappointing. Their loss. Um, to uh, to Suwon, I mean they were a bit unlucky with that red card, but 
they have quite a good run of games coming up, which I think is going to see them climb back up the table. They play Gimchon at home this weekend, Ulsan at home the weekend after, which will be tough. Uh, and then they have an away game. I think it's against Seongnam. And then they are at home to Suwon Blueing, so a rubbish on the road as well. So I think that really should be nine points at least, um, which I think will, will bump them back up the table. Um, spicy deals. Jack, have you got any spicy deals for us so far this week? I've I've actually got I've got a couple. Mm, I've been um, taking a lot of note of the Asia under twenty three goalkeeper situation because oh, yeah. I'm wanting an under twenty three goalkeeper, um, and we're having a pretty interesting time because you know the under twenty three utility is expiring very soon for some players. Mm. Um, for That's instance, um, Kim Jung-ho, he is Gangwon's traditional third-choice keeper, but the backup keeper, Lee Gwon Yon, has like a knee injury and is probably going to be out for the season. Mm. And Kim Jung-ho started last game for Gangwon, which is like, what the heck? Why did he start? But you yeah. know, he's going to be using, losing his under-23 utility in the next couple of days, and he's like $17. But yeah, that's quite an interesting um, circumstance you know, with that Gangwon goalkeeper situation. I know Gangwon haven't been performing very well recently and you know they actually have a really high likelihood of going down or um being positioned near the bottom of the league but um yeah kim jung ho is 17 dollars right now which is pretty interesting um i don't know if that's necessarily a spicy deal but um he had, he had a really interesting um because when he started and because people uh no this that wasn't a game when they knew he was going to start but as soon as he started his price really shot up if you look on um Sorry, data. The, I know um, I did. It was crazy. I, I was too slow to sell him because I because I had him. Um, I've still got him. Um, and part of me kind of hopes he starts again this weekend. Um, uh, also, you saying home, so it's not overly advantageous. But yeah, I was too slow to um to sell him on. He sold at a height of four hundred and thirty-five flips. What's that about forty-three US dollars? And then came pretty much crashing back down. To earth. Mm. We saw yeah. similar with the Gimcheon keeper. Um, was it, uh, Kim Jong Hoon. That's his name. Kim Jong Hoon, yeah. Um, who's younger again and actually going to have some continued un- under 23 utility. And it's interesting because Gu Sang Yoon, the current starter, he um, who actually might be quite a good buy at the moment, by the way, at 5.99 bips. It's it's not too bad because uh, he belongs to Daegu and will be going back there in September and should be the starter of Oh Seung Hoon. But um, you never know. I mean, Oh Seung Hoon actually has been playing pretty well, so there's a chance he, he doesn't go straight back in. But there is a bit of uncertainty over who actually will be the starter um, once he goes back because Kim Jong have uh, got, um, you know, in their latest intake, They've got um, one of the Jeju backup keepers coming in. Um, uh, let me find him. Who has previously played for... Uh, who was it? It was it was one of the Japanese teams. He played in Japan. Um, Man Kyung-gun, I believe is the one. He played for Oita Trinita in, um, in Japan a couple of years ago. And it's just kind of been a backup keeper pretty much ever since. He moved, I think he moved twice. He moved to, yeah, moved to Daegu, got little to no time there. Uh, and then from there, moved to Jeju and hasn't even been on the bench um, for most of this season. And uh, so it's it's unclear whether it's going to be him, whether it's going to be Huang and Jay, who has played a bit, whether it's this young guy, Kim Jong Hoon. And I guess a lot of people are wondering whether. You know, it could be them sort of trialing who they're going to put um, in goal once Gu Sung Yun leaves. Um, don't know about this King John Mook character. I think he probably must be right near the bottom of the uh, totem pole. But yeah, Gu Sung Yun still looks like a solid shout. Mm. Yeah, it's quite an interesting situation. So I don't know. Um, in terms of other spicy deals, yeah, it's it's pretty uh, tough to find them. I think um, 
I was actually just looking before at Hong Jong-un's price because his five L5 is nuts. That's crazy. His L5. And mm. I think for his floor is $32 right now or 279 bips. That is really good value still. Like if you compare that to, totally. you know, other players that have an L15 of 60 and, you know, L5 of 78 for crying out loud, he is playing super well. He's absolutely nailed. Like that just screams like a deal to me. Like I'm thinking, should I yeah. pick up some more? I know he's dropping it at um, 85 um, and his L5 um, coming up, but yeah, like his all round scores in the past like 10 games have been crazy. Like he they are third on my, really uh, good value. my goals against form change table. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they do have um, some tricky games coming up to be fair. Um, John Booker way this weekend is an interesting one because John Book have been all over the shop at home, but they are an improved, much improved goal scoring form. And then they play Suwon FC at home, who, um, you know, are also very capable of scoring. And then Bluings, Suwon Bluings away, who are a tough um, away game as well. But, you know, they, if they're in a much improved you know, vein of form, then, uh, you know, there's no reason they can't keep a clean sheet or even just still score well. I mean, Hong, Hong Jong un has. Scored some fantastic AA, um, you know, even in games when they've conceded, um, and is very capable of scoring. Um, as, he, as he scored, you know, scored against Incheon and scored in the Asia Champions League. Um, you had a chance in a game recently. Was it against Seongnam? He just put it just wide to the post. I think you're right. Think you yeah. were pretty gutted, Asia. Or you, I remember yes. your reaction. Yeah, he was about <laughs> about a couple of inches wide. Yeah, they're, they're a real threat from the set piece. Um, well, one of the spicy deals I have, uh, and it's one that's not immediately going to gonna pay um, dividends, but it is a striker at Kim Ji-on, and it is Kim Ji-hyun. Played 87 minutes in the last game. But apparently, the manager said after the game, that he's expected to be the starter once Cho Gyu Sung leaves um, in September. Uh, this guy's 25. He um, belongs to Ulsan. So he, you know, he doesn't belong to a, a lower league team. He will be with them until June next year. So if they do end up getting relegated, then you know he's kind of going to be fairly unusable for you know the good sort of first half of next season. Um but for his limited card at surprisingly, it's like dropped even further in price over, over the last day or two. Um, not quite sure why that is, to be honest. Um, and this is something I've missed there, but I haven't heard any injury news and he just kind of got sub late in the game for another guy because they needed a goal. Um, his rare card actually like pretty good value too at 429 bips so that's i'll say about 43 us dollars for a guy that's gonna in september be a starting striker um you don't tend to really get much cheaper than that in the forwards category he's 25 years old um will he end up playing at all sun when he returns probably not but you know he's not exactly just going to go and retire um, they might then farm him out to a, a lower, um, you know, K League team. And besides, even if Kim Cheon do finish bottom three, as long as they don't finish bottom, they'll still ha still have the chance to play off against um, one of the top teams from the league below um, to retain their spot. And uh, yeah, apparently there's aside from I think the top team in K League two, there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of quality in K-League too, so they, they could very well still just keep their place. So I've just picked up his limited card for about 18 bips. That's blooming price of a packet of chips. Um, and I'll just sit on him. And I am pretty tempted to pick up his rare card as well and just sit on that. Um, so he's one of my shouts. Um, again, even despite their recent poor form uh, at Gimcheon, I think... Um, uh, where's he gone? Jung, yeah, Jung Seung Hyun, the uh, one of the centre backs, who actually has some pretty 
solid scores in his last five, despite their pretty woeful performances. Um, yeah, in his last four games, a 58, a 55, a 74, and a 50, um, despite not winning any of those games and not keeping a clean sheet in any of those games. Um, pretty decent AA score that he's demonstrated ever since. Um, being a lot, I mean, he got injured, I think, in the first game of the season and then missed about five or six, and then he's been sort of a guaranteed starter since then. Very solid AA. Um, I think he's averaging for the season 16 AA, so he's really averaging about 51, and that's despite, I think, maybe one, two clean sheets. Yeah, two clean sheets the whole season so far. So, um, you know, and he, he should be a nailed starter back at um, all sign as well, and then uh, his partner Ha Chang Ray looks like pretty solid value. Even um, Ha Chang Ray as a rare card looks looks pretty solid value. He uh, he is actually leaving um, Gim Chion uh, in September, um, September eighth, by the way, that they that they leave, and he will be going back to. Where is he from previously? From Pohang. Um, so, and when he was at Pohang, he was predominantly, yeah, he was a pretty nailed starter. And um, even despite some of Gim Chion's woeful performances, he um, has had some pretty solid scores there as well. Another player with pretty good AA. Um, Gim Shion are going to be in a world of trouble come September they're losing some real quality and I don't think they're getting a huge amount in but his limited card is cheap as well 50, 54 bips uh, his rare at 640 bips um, so what 70, 70 euros or something um, to me looks like good value for a quality player 27 years old um, yeah if Gim Shion gets relegated doesn't matter he'll be back at Pohang and most likely will be um, one of their key players at the back. Um, at a t- you know at a good team, um, looks like actually a really quality rare threshold um, player option to me. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. so Joel, yeah. dude, I had to mention something. What's that? That I don't know if you've noticed, and I don't know if our viewers know. So, do you? I'm sure you're very familiar with Omwon Sang. Do you know yep. Omwon Sang? Yes. So. Do you know he has a relative? Did you yes, know I do. So this... I was because I was just looking at the K League right now. Yep. Sorry, K League two, and I was looking at the table because yes, you were telling me that there's like a good team, and Amon Singh's brother, I'm presuming, yes. his brother plays for this team, and yes. I was just looking at Amon Sorodada, and he's actually like pretty decent value, eh? considering like he's almost definitely going to be coming yeah. up if Guangzhou continue to perform well. Yeah. What's his name again? Is it we? It's just Om. Um... Ji Sung. Om Ji Sung. So just like Om for Om Won Sang's first name and then uh, J.I. Hyphen Sung. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, interesting, eh? He's, like, he's actually rated higher than, than Om Won Sung. From, uh, and I've, there were a few people talking about him, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, his, his limited card's not, not particularly cheap. He is rated highly, um, very much a sort of a one to watch. Mm, I mean, if you're comparing him to Om Won Sang and his price, like Om Won Sang is probably mm. 10x the price, and Om Ji Sung has like so much more u- future utility, right? I yep. mean, and he's almost definitely going to be playing in the K League and he's going to have probably four years worth of under 23 utility, which is pretty interesting. Very interesting, I think. Yeah, well, I think people are expecting that he actually isn't going to stay at Guangzhou. He's probably going to get a move elsewhere. And part of the value will be his under 22 status that he's going to have for another at least couple, two years, another, another two full seasons. I think um, he's May 9th, 2002. Yeah. Mm, making me feel old, bro. I'm <laughs> April 4th, 2008. So because how many games have we got left in K League two? We've got, uh, about 12 or more 7 that's 15 oh, that's think, good about 20 
They must mm, play. They I'm must play sure. each other four times. Mm, not sure. Might have to ask Ross. You might know. Yeah, just doing some quick maths now. I think it's twenty. Um, so it must be a forty-game season um, with eleven teams in it. Yes, yeah, so you're playing each team four times, so that they're at the halfway mark. Nine points ahead of second. Third place is in a torrid run of form. Um, yeah, they they uh, look pretty good for, for coming up. Does it say how many goals he's um, he's scored? Uh, I looked on transfer market. It says he's got four goals in 14 appearances. So nothing okay. too crazy. And I don't nothing, think he has any yeah. assists, but... Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, it makes me a bit more sort of saying, but sort of ho-hum about him. But um, mm. I've heard lots of good things and I've heard he's, he's highly rated. Um, one, to, one to watch out for. Um, I just noticed, have you noticed... Um, Sorry, data have uh, updated the watch list function. You can create uh, different watch lists. No, I haven't is, seen that. It's superb because I just looked here and I've got 305 players in my watch list. Wow. <laughs> there's going to be such a mix of threshold and limited cards and bargains and all sorts. Um, anyway, yeah, but uh, Gim Chion, despite their poor defense, Good option uh, for bargains. Even in actually um, Park Ji Su, I think is another player there who's classed as a defender um, and but really plays in midfield. I think he's expected to be the starting midfielder for them. So Park Ji Su, yeah, um, sort of like a holding midfielder. I think. Oh no, no, I'm mixing it up. Um, no, Park Jisoo is supposed to be one of their main, one of their centre backs, but he's out injured. It's um, getting him mixed up with Park Ju Ho from Suwon, who is a um, let's bring up here Park Ju Ho. Yeah, he's class, classified as a defender. Um, very tempted by this guy's rare card. I think he would be a great threshold option. Um, he's thirty five, so he's not exactly young, but Sometimes they can be the best sort of uh, threshold options. He has started the vast majority of the games. He's played in 87% of games this season. He did get a red card, which is why he missed one of them. And the game, other game he missed was the game they considered four against Yongnam. <laughs> um, but yeah, plays really as a midfielder. Um, he's played the last couple. Definitely seems to be in favour and for 300 bips that to me is a bargain for uh, for threshold um, and uh, yeah or even for um, underdog rare underdog mm. but anyway there you go a bit of a defence defensive theme <laughs> for uh, spicy deals <laughs> this week yeah I was, I was looking through some of the, the mids because I was thinking about picking up a bit more premium mid Wondering about like likes of Yuta Higuchi or um, Paik Young Ho, even um, and you know you look at the scores that they're getting. You know L five, L fifteen. Um, I think Paik Young Ho is actually a really good example. Yeah, um, very similar L fifteen or you know he's kind of been a bit more injury riddled, but yeah he's going his his cards going for six hundred and fifty six bips, and I know he's younger. Um, but you know he's getting very similar scores to like Hong Jong Un, who's about a third of the price, less than half the price, and I think it just screams to me, you know, double up on defense in Asia. Um, you know, the other one, um, Hong Jong Ho, Pak Young Ho's uh, teammate. Um, yeah, again, he's he is six hundred and seventeen bips in price. His stats are almost identical, actually. To Hong Jong in L5 64, L15 58, L40 58. So L40 slightly better, L15 and L5 worse. And he's more than double the price, Hong Jong in and older. Don't get it. Mm. Anyway. All right. Well, Jack, 
uh, I don't actually have anything much more for this week. I was going to look at see you know what's happened in um, terms of the player pricing and moves in player prices since uh, last time because I think that you know the drop in ETH increased the value of some cards, particularly threshold cards and top tier limiteds and probably top tier rares as well. But uh, I haven't done that. And uh, so I'm not going to talk to that this week. Um, any sort of transactions, any major things you've been doing with your team this week? Um, nah, not with my team, man. Um, I'm just kind of waiting for some more opportunities to come. I feel like mm. at the moment, um, there isn't like anything that's screaming out to me. Like, for instance, Ether's kind of, um, I don't know, stalled a little bit. Like, there hasn't been any massive changes with it so i'm just kind of just waiting to see if what happens um are you like and, me and wanting to see it just crash again yeah a little bit then i can you know buy some and that'll be you know probably when there's a good opportunity i'd right? be stoked um, yeah totally i'd be stoked if it felt like five or six hundred bucks mm, right in there yeah exactly so um and i can't really see like anything i really want that is screaming out to me right now so um i'm just kind of stalling at the moment waiting for an opportunity so let's finish off with um, our teams for this coming game week, Spe- especially underdog. Remember, just specifically talked to underdog. Obviously, round two, um, we uh, you know gave them a, a few, you know, connected with a few left hooks and, and uppercuts in, in round one. Um, you know, can we uh, lie them flat on their asses? Uh, sorry, I'll just see that is. Um, with uh, round two, game week two eight two and underdog, yeah. I mean, what's who's who's in your um, your team going for going for the kill? Um. Okay, hold on. Let me just find my team. Um. Okay. All right. So, team going for the kill. Is this we're talking about underdog? Are we going yep. for the kill in round two? Well, I think we're going to be going with the Pohang stacker. I mean, yep. It's it's. They're pretty solid, and I mean, it's a good way for me to put together a full team stack uh, with you know knowledge. There's not really another alternative like Kaylee team that has like pretty decent players. I think in all different positions with an L15 under 40. Sorry, L15 mm-hmm. under 50. So um, yeah, we'll stick with the Pohang boys, and hopefully they can do pretty well. And hopefully, no goalkeeping errors this time. That'd be, yeah. that'd be handy. Although I am a little bit nervous because I have seen that the Pohang backup keepers price has been going up and the current Pohang keepers price has been going down. Yeah, I like think that's concerning. Just, Why has that been happening? Well, it's, it's, it's a couple of reasons. It'll be one, you know, that error, people sort of speculating over that, that error. Two, the manager made comments about is Kang, Kang Hyun Mu, isn't it? Um, yeah. The backup one, yeah. The, keep, uh, the manager making comments about, um, you know, him sort of um, not being ready yet, um, you know, meaning I think people are expecting that he's going to come back in at some point. I don't think that will be this weekend because I think he's the, he was expecting that he would need to play some games with the reserves. He may not came, come back in at all. Um, I thought midweek would have been where we might have seen Yun Pyong you know, rotated out um, against someone, but he wasn't. Um, I mean, you know, two games on the trot where um, they haven't kept a clean sheet maybe doesn't help. But um, yeah, I think I don't think there was really much he could have done for any of the Suwon goals. I mean, that Lee Seung Mo, uh, Lee Seung Woo goal was ridiculously good. That sort of did you, did you see that goal by the way? Not bad, eh? Not bad. I think he's Pretty... been watching some videos of me, eh? <laughs> So full of it, so full of it. Yeah, it was pretty class. It was pretty classy. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. So, so yeah, does he get get subbed out? Ugh, could could do, but and I think it's also like with you know teams like Gangwon, Gimcheon. Uh, not sure if there's any others. Just those two at this stage, you know, who rotated their keeper for um, the midweek game week. I think there's, um, yeah, there's some speculation perhaps that you know Pohang might do the same but so you so you go you've got you and Gok and goal which of your Pohang boys is, makes up the rest of your team uh, I've got the big boy Grant at the moment mm-hmm. um Sim Sangman 
Lee Seung Mo and uh, Lim Sang Hyub. But I've got Jong Jae Hee. I've got um, Shin Kwang Hoon. Um, and maybe a couple other options, I think, as well from Bohang. But um, yeah, that's the one I've got. I think Shin Kwang Hoon will be um, playing CDM because of Lee Subin's red card. Mm, um, true. He's not, he's not going to be fullback. So that, that um, will basically take away his ability to get any assist. Um, and he hasn't had any particularly great scoring um, from uh, CDM when he's played there in the past. Mm. Um, nice. Oh, you'll be like me rooting for for Pohang. Um, can't remember, who, who have they got again? They've got oh Gimshion at home. Yeah, quite a quite a good fixture at the moment. Um, I've got again the same defensive stack of Yumpion Gook and Alexander Grant. But um, I'm really, really um, putting some faith in the Kawasaki Frontale boys at this stage. We may wait and see what um, Matsuyama puts out, but are going with um, Yanaga, who picked up, um, and the sort of old boy duo of Yanaga and Yukobayashi, both scoring two goals last weekend. I think they both get the start again, given... Kawasaki's pretty poor form at the goal scoring end of the pitch for a number of their games. Um, I know they played midweek. I didn't actually see who uh, who played that in that match, um, but I'm expecting that they got a break. But uh, I'll probably check that before confirming this team. Um, but I haven't put either of them as as captain. I've gone with Lars Veldwijk, who's in form. So on FC at home, so on Bluewings, been poor on the road. I think they um, they get the job done, and he's really lo- loving life with um, Lee Seung Woo at the moment, playing well. Hmm. So I will be interested to see um, what our opponents put out. But Jack, I would say I'm feeling confident. Wrap this up in two. <laughs> good call, man. Good call. And then uh, you know, if you want to challenge us, you can get in touch. <laughs> so uh, well, you know, let's wrap it up there. That's us for this week for this episode, episode 13. And uh, if you want to get in touch, flick us an email at sorrygrind at gmail.com. You can flick us a message on Twitter at sorrygrind. And, uh, you know, if there's something you want to hear us discuss um, on the pod, feel free to send us an email, flick us a message on Twitter, let us know what you want us to chat through, give our biased and uh, aggressive opinion on Um, because of course we're always right aren't we Jack Mm, of course man of course (laughs) and uh, yeah we can talk about that in episode 14 while we're sipping some uh, you know some drinks toasting our our victory (laughs) I'll be on the beach oh man man. (laughs) so we're going on tour (laughs) oh jeez alrighty that's us for episode 13 later